Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe, and on today's episode, we're going to be discussing the deluxe resorts at Walt Disney World, and more specifically, are they really worth it? Ooh, very interesting. Interesting debate there. Yeah, 100%. I think, you know, there's a lot of different options for hotels at Disney World at varying price points. Yeah, widely varying price points. And so it's like, do you really need to spend the money for deluxe and maybe even, you know, a moderate? Like, is it worth it to to kind of spend up for those? Uh, but before we get into the discussion of hotels, let's cover the Disney news of the week. All right, so pretty light on news this week, but a, a couple things did happen. So, all right, one, we got the last voyage of the Galactic Star Cruiser, so that is officially closed. Remains to be seen what happens with that. We know Josh Damara mentioned they're they're going to be doing something uh, eventually with that, but no real details. I think maybe next week we'll talk about it because I think I have some thoughts on potential things that they could do with this. Um, so maybe we'll we'll kind of touch on that of hey, what's most likely, what's least likely. Um, but but that experience is done. And interestingly, on the same week, something closes, something opens at Disney. So over at Disneyland, the new villas, it's the new tower at the Disneyland Hotel, it's DVC, uh, that opened this week as well. Wow. Um, so when one door closes, another door opens. I mean, not at all comparable experiences there. Uh, but yeah, I mean... I don't know. I'm, I'm avoiding saying too much about this. I know I had talked about this at the end of of our Star Cruiser um, experience and talking about how much it meant and how sad it was that it was going to be going away. So um, it was just I'm very grateful for the opportunity to have gotten to go on it when it was it existed. And I'm really hoping they're able to bring it back and at least preserve some of the magic. Definitely agree with the sentiment there on the Star Cruiser, uh, but excited to see the the new villas opening because some of those like multi-story, um, like two oh, or three bedrooms, they, they looked, looked insane, insane yeah. in the artist rendering. They so I'd like to see looked, those in real life now. They look like one of those things that you see that you know on like reality TV where they send these contestants to these oh yeah outrageous 100%. hotels. I also want to see what it costs because I can't imagine. Uh, it's going to be cheap. It's going to be a lot of money. So I'm, I'm curious to see what these rooms uh, end up costing. But yeah, it's interesting how they Disney kind of does this. Like when there's like a bad press thing happening, they always kind of have something good. Try to yeah, it something it's like good. don't look over here. Look over here. Um, we're doing some cool it's stuff a little here. Sleight of hand. Exactly. The other thing I had no idea this was happening this morning, or otherwise I would have watched this. But people were talking about it uh, on the internet afterwards. But the Atlanta Falcons and Jacksonville Jaguars game they played in London uh, Sunday morning. But Disney Plus had a like simulcast of it that was all computer animated, and it looked like it was in Andy's bedroom, and it was completely like Toy Story animation buzz and woody and stuff were in it it was all toy story characters they actually did every play in the football game like it was in andy's bedroom this is the most insane thing i've ever seen in my entire life i wish i would have known this was happening because i would have watched this i want all sports to be like this now wait huh i don't even care about i don't care about football and that Sounds incredible. So wait, so was Woody's team like one side and Buzz's team the other? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure of all the details because again, I I kind of completely missed it. But just seeing the imagery of it um, was absolutely phenomenal. And like I, again, I mean, they they did this live where they had all, both the games and they did like every game, uh, every play what were the live teams? in here. 
It was the Atlanta Falcons and Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, but they can make this so much more interesting if they made every player on the Falcons a Falcon and every player no, on the Jaguars were, a Jaguar. I mean, yeah, like, no, they, there's they so many people. interesting things that they could do. Like, they could do them, like, Zootopia style so they could actually, like, throw a football and not look awkward. But I feel like... But, they need to do every Monday night football game like this. So I guess Disney had the streaming rights to this game over in London. And then on Disney plus they had the simulcast, but I feel like they they own the rights to to Monday night football. They should do every, every sporting event should have some sort of Pixar theme simulcast. Disney plus that's what Disney plus was made for. Stop trying to do all this crazy stuff, wasting money. (laughs) You need, you need to do this with every single game. So here's my, here's my question. Could, According to you know your your feelings, could they fix soccer? By oh, hundred percent. I would watch every soccer game if if they had this. I mean, they even had the aliens flying around in the alien cam above the game. But if you did soccer with this, I would be uh, I would watch. I feel like every sporting event would be better with this. But amazing. So again, kind of too late for anybody listening to watch it. But I thought that was really cool. Check out some videos of it. It's a bunch of you know clips and stuff are online. Um, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Hopefully Disney does it again and gives a little bit of like heads up because I feel like I didn't know anything about this till it's already over. Yeah, I hope somebody you know who watches the NFL tells me next time because I I knew nothing about this and everyone knows I love Disney. Hundred percent. All right, so let's get into our main topic here: Disney hotels and the deluxe resort. So at Walt Disney World, there's actually 25 different hotels uh, on property. That's insane. Now it's it's kind of odd because if if you think about it, it, doesn't feel like there's that many. But Disney is counting like the villas as different hotels. So and some okay. hotels, like some resorts, have multiple hotels. So like if you look at Animal Kingdom Lodge, you have Jumbo House and Kanati Village. Those are two different hotels at Fort Wilderness. You have the campsites and the cabins at Wilderness Lodge. Those are multiple hotels. So, you know, beach and yacht club are, are multiple hotels. So it, you know, some of it is them kind of classifying things Stretching differently it a little bit. Yeah. So there, there's 25 total, but, but basically they kind of classify them as value, moderate or deluxe. And if you you're looking for like a value room, those are about a hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty dollars value. <laughs> yeah, that that's about what it's going to cost you. So that's the All Star Resorts, Art of Animation, and Pop Century. Moderates, you're looking at probably between three and four hundred dollars. Um, and that's going to be Caribbean Beach, Coronado Springs, and Port Orleans. And now you either have the French Quarter at Riverside there, and then Deluxe can be five hundred plus. I think like Grand Floridian is sometimes like a thousand dollars. Um, a room so but you're looking at at least 500 bucks there and, and that's things and that includes the villas but that's like your wilderness lodge contemporary grand floridian polynesian animal kingdom lodge beach yacht club boardwalk the riviera so that's kind of what what falls in there and i did ask on our instagram you know what's everybody's favorite hotel so some of the picks we had were um riviera all-star movies polynesian art of animation fort wilderness so a kind of a, a wide range there. I don't think anybody mentioned any of the moderate resorts, which I think is interesting there. So you either kind of had deluxe or or value there, but but kind of a, a widespread of picks. So you know, with with that amount of cost difference. So again, I mean, you could be looking at one hundred and fifty dollars versus five hundred dollars a night to stay at your Walt Disney World trip. It, you know, the question is a lot of people do ask, like, is it worth it? Like, do I need to pay the extra money to stay at these moderate 
or deluxe resorts. And so I think that's something like we kind of wanted to talk about and talk about our experiences because we've stayed at value resorts. We stay at deluxe resorts. Is it really worth spending the money for that? Yeah. Um, and I think that the answer to that lies somewhere in the how busy do you plan on being? Um, are you planning on taking rest days or rest afternoons? Is it going to be very hot? Are you going to want to come back to the hotel and just relax by the pool? Because those things are really going to determine whether some of these more high-end hotels are a better fit. Um, also, I mean, you can even take into account like are you a person that's going to want to spend a lot of time at Disney Springs? Some of the hotels are really far from that. So proximity to the different areas is also important. Yeah, 100%. I think I think you hit the nail on the head there where it kind of comes down to like individual preferences because the, really the difference in the levels of these hotels comes down to amenities and like level of theming. Because for the most part, the rooms are roughly the same size. I mean, obviously, you know, you can get at the villas, you can get like two bedrooms, but at Art of Animation, you can also get suites that that can fit more people in there. Mm So there's different room levels kind of at all these resorts, but it really, it does come down to amenities. So places like Value Resorts, you're going to have food courts. So all of the all-stars, Art of Animation, Pop Century is a food court. That's all you have there. Whereas... You start moving up to the moderate resorts. Caribbean Beach has Sebastian's Bistro and Spyglass Grill. There's not a lot of other restaurants there, but you are close to the Riviera. You also have Skyliner access Mm -hmm. um, at that one. Now, Coronado Springs, I think because they have the Destino Tower, it does have more options in terms of um, restaurants. You have the Three Bridges Bar. You have Toledo, which is top, which is tapas, and you have a couple lounges there, and then you have Port Orleans, which is close to Disney Springs. So you have more restaurant options, and then obviously the Deluxe has, you know, they have multiple restaurant options in all of them, and a lot of them being like sit down, very fine dining Deluxe restaurants where some of them you even have to, you know, they have dress codes there. You know, like if you go yeah. to the, the Yachtsman Steakhouse, there's a dress code there. You go to Contemporary, some of those restaurants have dress codes there. So that's to your point where it kind of comes into play of, you know, are you planning on eating at the hotels? Because if you are, you may not want to be eat, eating at a food court yeah. every day. You, you may want to spend a little bit more money, maybe for a moderate, maybe you don't have to go all the way to the deluxe because the moderates have some more options there. But that's kind of like wh- what you have to think about. Those amenities, um, and and then yeah, like the level of theming where the deluxe you go to the Polynesian, it's extremely well themed. That's where mm-hmm. we often stay when we go down because we have a, a DVC at the Polynesian. It's extremely well themed. You go to Pop Century, you go to the All Stars. It's themed, but it's not themed. You're, you're walking outside to get to all your rooms. It's it's the big giant thirty foot fiberglass you know statues of Woody is the theming to the kind of tie it into movies. So, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just, it's a different quality. I would definitely argue though, that art of animation kind of stands in a league of its own somewhat because I, all of the, you know, you talk about these big fiberglass statues, they have them kind of throughout and they're not these, um, not necessarily like these giant ones, but they have areas. The Lion King area in particular is kind of the one I want to talk about because we have stayed there a couple times and 
first of all, again, that area outside is beautiful, but the rooms are so highly themed in there that it feels like a deluxe resort to me. I mean, they are bigger rooms. They are more expensive to stay in and they can fit more people. But like even like there was a Murphy bed, I'm pretty sure. And like there was like Zazu was in it with like the beautiful, colorful leaves from um, the I Just Can't Wait to Be King song. So, yeah, I would argue that art of animation can like does kind of touch that deluxe sometimes. Yeah. I don't know that I'd say deluxe, but I am with you that I think it's kind of split classification. I think it, it, it tends towards maybe more moderate. And again, it doesn't have the amenities deluxe has in terms of restaurants, yeah. in terms of um, a fitness area or spa, things like that. But with the suites that they have, there, the family suites and those are going to cost you more. So that 150 yeah. to $250, that's for like a regular room at Art of Animation. If you want to get a family suite, you are looking at more of like the moderate level prices, but you're fitting more people in those rooms. So whereas maybe you had to get two rooms at the All-Stars, you can get one room at a family suite. So you know it may work out kind of similar pricing, but I'm with you there. That one kind of splits value moderate plus you have the skyliner right there i was that just gonna helps. Yeah. i was just gonna argue you know the skyliner being at pop art of animation riviera and um caribbean beach. caribbean beach so you have the range completely represented there from value to deluxe and the skyliner in and of itself to me is a ride it is a lot of fun um it was terrifying the first couple times i wrote it but now sometimes i like get kind of sad if we you know, we don't stay in one of those hotels, which we don't frequently as much anymore. I get kind of sad that I don't have a reason to ride it. Yeah, 100%. And, and I think, yeah, if, if you're going to stay at a value, to your point, pop, art of animation, like they, like they kind of straddle that value moderate and they have additional amenities with the Skyliner. And I think the fact that you do have the Skyliner and it's a quick ride to Caribbean Beach which is a moderate, which has some more restaurant options, and even the Riviera, which has Topolino's, um, which is a great restaurant, especially for breakfast. The fact that you can get to those in 10 to maybe 15-minute ride on the Skyliner very easily, again, makes those kind of more towards the upper end of the value because you are getting some additional amenities that are pretty close. Because the other thing with these hotels are the deluxe hotels have far less rooms. So they're, they're smaller resorts, so I think that kind of helps them with theming and amenities because there's less people they have to, to, to kind of worry about you know, in, the, yeah. in the various resorts, whereas the value resorts like the All-Stars have thousands of people. But even looking at some of the moderates, I was pretty surprised by the number of rooms. I mean, if you look at Coronado Springs, there's 2,400 rooms at that resort. And Port Orleans between the French Quarter and Riverside has 3,000 rooms between them. So they're very spread out. And this has always been my one knock against the moderates is that they're almost too big. Caribbean Beach is so spread out. It has an internal bus to get you around. So if you aren't close by to where the food is, the, the central market, you may have to take a bus just to go eat. Coronado Springs is like that too. It's so spread out. It has a bus you have to potentially take around. Now I will say Coronado Springs does seem to be the standout in the moderate just because of the Grandestino Tower having additional amenities and kind of having deluxe level amenities there and a couple more restaurants because of that. So if you are going to stay at a moderate, 
that one has so many more amenities than even like Caribbean Beach has that it may be worth the somewhat inconvenience of taking a bus. But that's always kind of been my thing is like, I don't want to stay at those resorts. I've stayed at Caribbean Beach one time and it was so frustrating waiting for buses because you had to wait for your park bus, but then sometimes an internal bus came and it was like, okay, well, oh, a bus is coming. Oh, it's not the bus I need. That's just a bus taking people around the resort and getting everywhere was just like, it, it was you had to walk or take a bus. It took so long to get to where you needed to go. It's like, this is supposed to be a nicer resort. Why is it taking me longer to do everything? And kind of everything's more complicated than it should be. Old Key West kind of reminded me a little bit of Caribbean Beach or Coronado Springs. But I did feel like, I mean, at least where our room was, it felt there were some buses that were internal, but it felt like everything was very walkable. Uh, I yeah. did, I did enjoy that about it, and I also really liked our room. Our review, our room was kind of very. Um, I'm trying to think of like a word for it. At Old Key West, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. And now Old Key West is a, is a deluxe, but yeah. you're right. That's another one that's very spread out. Right. Like there's not a lot of rooms, but they're they're built like little houses. Yeah. And so. It, they take they're up like a lot of apartments. space. Yeah, they they're, take up a lot of space, though. They're yeah, like that's. I think that's probably the best way to say it. Like, there's a there's more space in those rooms. Um, I believe we had like a little deck kind of we area yeah, off of yeah. our room, so it reminds me. It reminded me more of like an Airbnb, like the Airbnb we would, we one time did in, in Australia. Like it, it, it's not. It feels like a step above like a hotel room. Yeah, I, I would agree, but I, I do think, you know, with that, because Old Key West is a good example. It's a deluxe, and I think if you book that one thinking, hey, I'm staying at a deluxe, it's going to be a certain level. I do think there's, uh, you could be setting yourself up for disappointment because one, because one, like you mentioned, it's spread out. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to walk or you're not able to walk, you're going to be taking a bus to get places or the buses to the parks, you know, stop at multiple places, which is going to take you more time. And like the TV was super small in there. Like you could barely see the TV oh, from, yeah, our the, TV from like small. the bed. And so you're kind of like, I thought this was supposed to be a deluxe hotel yeah, room. That is true. And again, it's, it's nice. It's kind of like an Airbnb. And I think it's, it's, you're not staying in your room the whole day anyways at Disney, but like it's, it's those type of things where it's, it's kind of odd. Like there's these like weird, like a weird inequity about some, yeah, yeah. about some of this stuff. So, and I think that's my other comment too, to, to, to people thinking about like, where should I stay of just because it's value doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. I think the value resorts have actually been kind of moving up for me recently. Yeah. You know, we stayed at the all-star resorts, a while ago, um, probably six or seven plus years ago. And we had a really bad experience with the buses because the buses stopped at every resort. And it kind of was like, yes, sometimes it, when the buses came to us, because I think we were the last one, it was full and we had to wait for another one. And I think we had a bad experience. And, and it's then, like, yeah. So even if it's full, like sometimes, and then sometimes you still had to stop at another resort after it took forever to get to the parks. Yeah. Now the past few times we have gone there and sometimes we've stayed at like one of the all-star resorts for like a night before because we weren't able to get our, our other uh, hotel or our DVC for the full time. It seems to be okay. Like the, the bus situation seems to be fixed. Like it only seemed to be coming to each resort individually. Now, I don't know if that's just because like... An hey, isolated incident. Yeah, we're there in the incident. mornings and like maybe at like busy times or like at the end of the night whenever they just need buses to get people to the All-Stars. It's just like, hey, if you're going to All-Stars, just get on any All-Star bus and you may still have to deal with that. So 
I don't want to say it's fully fixed, but I, I think the past few times I've been pleasantly surprised with that. The other thing is the new rooms at the movies, yeah. they're the exact same rooms at Pop Century. Yep. They're, exactly. they're basically I making mean, the them all the same room. Yeah. Even is is spot on. Like you could walk into one room if you didn't know if you were blindfolded and you just walked into the room, you wouldn't know which resort you were at. Exactly. And so like you're getting a nicer rooms at that value price. And one of the things you mentioned is, are you going to do a rest day? You're going to stay by the pool a lot. Art of Animation That's has a great pool. one of the biggest pools on property, and and a lot of these resorts have really nice pools. So. All of that comes into play. So don't think you have to spend a ton of money to get some of these amenities. Yeah. Art of Animation has underwater music. Yeah, it does. It's one of the, the best pools there. So the other thing I think you need to, to kind of keep in mind. So you have some amenities. We didn't mention transportation options. So obviously, deluxe resorts around the Magic Kingdom, you're going to have monorail access. Yeah, to, which is part which of is yeah, nice. why we like the poly. Right. If you stay at a place like Beach and Yacht Club, you're going to be able to walk to Epcot or Hollywood Studios or take the water taxi, which helps. So having different transportation options is definitely a plus. Whereas like the All-Stars, you have to take a bus to everything, which you know can have some disadvantages, but isn't necessarily insurmountable. But I think the other thing to kind of keep in mind, you know, not only just like amenities and like you said, like how much time are you really going to be spending at the hotel? Like, do you care about what the restaurants are like if you're going to go rope drop to fireworks you don't care if they have a food court or if they have you know a michelin star restaurant at the hotel because you're never going to be eating there kind of conversely if you are there because and you just like going to disney and you're not necessarily in a huge rush it's not like you have to stay at any given hotel to use their i don't want to say to use their amenities but like you can go to eat at, oh, yeah, you can um, go to any of the restaurants. Yeah, you can yeah. go to eat Sanaa and Animal Kingdom Lodge, even if you're not staying there. You just have to be willing to take the bus to go there. That's a good and point. You can, yeah, you leave. can book yeah. anywhere. Yeah, you, you can book and eat at, at any of the restaurants you have. But I, I think the, the maybe bigger concern, so if you've kind of said, hey, I'm not going to spend a lot of time in my hotel, so I don't necessarily really care about theming as much. I really don't necessarily care about the number of restaurants. I think the other big consideration is proximity to the theme parks so what theme park are you going to go to where do you want to spend a lot of time you know you mentioned are you going to spend time at disney springs are you going to spend time at magic kingdom mostly um that comes into play because again all-star resorts you got to take a bus everywhere it's not like they're very close to anything whereas beach and yacht club now that's a deluxe they are walkable like we said to epcot and hollywood studios or you take the water taxi so if you're going to spend a lot of time there it may be worth it to spend a little bit extra money and stay there because if you're going to be at Epcot every night, it's an easy walk back. You don't have to fight the crowds for the Skyliner or the bus or anything like that. If you spend a lot of time at Magic Kingdom and maybe Epcot, you want to be on the monorail line. And again, maybe it makes sense to spend a little extra money and stay at the Contemporary or the Polynesian because that monorail is really nice. Being able to wake up in the morning and hop yeah, on the so monorail, nice. be at the Magic Kingdom in a few minutes or be at Epcot in a few minutes is super nice. So that's some things you know you, you want to think about. And that I think almost comes into play more than what's the price point are you comfortable with? It's like, where are you going to be and find the hotel that's closest to that? That's kind of what you have to decide is, you know, it's like, how much is your time worth? Is, is it worth it to spend extra if you can afford it on a deluxe resort because it's closer and then it saves you time 
you know, you save maybe a couple hours over the course of a week from riding buses. And so you can get more done because, and then maybe that way you don't have to buy Genie Plus every day. And yeah. so maybe that offsets. Maybe if you can, you know, pack in an extra hour a day at the parks because you're not doing transportation and you can save, you know, Genie Plus is $25 a person now. You might be able to save $100 a day on Genie Plus and maybe that deluxe resort's only $200 a day. You know, like it, it works out maybe that way. Like those are the type of things you have to think about. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting things. I mean, and, and then also I feel like, you know, if you have children that you're bringing with you, there are extra, like there are additional factors like the bus rides. Does your kid get maybe fussy in a car? Or maybe your kid actually falls asleep and or do you have a, a little nap. Or do you have a stroller that and, you have to like yeah. fold up on the bus or, or versus just walking or like a Skyliner where you can just roll it on? Like that's more where you have to think about where I think that's how a deluxe can be worth it to one person and not worth it to another at the same price point because it comes really down to it's not really just like, is it worth it? dollar wise like there's so many other factors you have to think about to really determine if it's worth it for you right the other thing to mention and this is kind of going off of how much time you have in the parks and you know you're, you're only at disney for a certain period of time so everybody wants to get as much done but one of the nice features at staying at a deluxe is the extra evening magic hours uh, yeah. so as long as you stay on property you get into the parks a half an hour early everybody does that it doesn't matter if you stay at a value a moderate or a deluxe everybody gets that but on certain nights and this isn't every night so this is something that, to look at but disney has announced this will be continuing into 2024 is that if you stay at a deluxe resort, you get extra evening magic hours. And these are usually for like two hours. After the park closes, you get a couple extra hours. And you can actually, like if it's at Magic Kingdom or if it's at Epcot, you can request a virtual queue for Tron or Cosmic Rewind at 6 p.m. And there's going to be less people in there, so you should have a better chance of being able to ride those rides. And obviously, you'll have a lot less wait time, so you can get more done. So again, that kind of comes into play of maybe I'm going when there's a couple extra magic evening hour days so those days i don't need to get genie plus and so i can save a little bit of money because i i don't need that time because i know i'm gonna be able to ride a lot of stuff when there's less crowds um at the end of the day so maybe a deluxe becomes worth it at that point look at you using your finance knowledge there yeah again that's that something like i mean really I, that's something like person like me who doesn't really work like that and work with money like that, I wouldn't think about how you're basically going to reallocate those funds. And so, you know, when something appears to be more expensive, I would probably just say, okay, well, that's not for me not thinking, well, yeah, but if that's, I do something that's a little less expensive, but then do something to give me more time. Um, you know, actually, I could have just gone with the more expensive thing to begin with. Exactly. And if you are interested in a deluxe and maybe, you know, you do want to try to save a little bit. I think there's some things you can do, like get a villa, which costs more, but you can fit more people in it and split it. So maybe, you know, there's, you have another couple, you know, you have some friends or something like yeah. that. And it's like, Hey, we could each get our own room and it's going to cost us $200 a night. Or if we get this villa that sleeps six people, it's going to cost us $250 a night. So let's just get that we have a little bit nicer hotel room. We're closer to the parks. We get, you know, the extra evening hours. We have more restaurant options. So 
you know, that helps because some people may want to come back to the room more. Some people may want to stay at the parks later. Like that helps. So I think there's some of those considerations. And, you know, this, the other thing is, this is not something we've done, um, but you can rent DVC points. And I know typically that allows you to stay at a hotel, a deluxe resort cheaper than like the rate Disney charges. So there's, there's sites out there that do that. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely like Google that kind of research it, but that may be another option to get a deluxe resort at a discount again, to make it a little bit more in your budget and, and make it worth it. Because if you can get it at a discounted rate, plus you get all the additional amenities and everything else we talked about, then it really becomes worth it. And it becomes a no brainer to go that way. Right. Exactly. All right, that wraps up the show for this week. I want to thank everybody again for listening. If you've not done so, please leave us a rating or a review. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. It really helps, and we really appreciate it. Thanks for lending us your ears. Have a great week, everybody. I'll see you here next Monday. Bye-bye.